the most beautiful thing in the world? Yes. Ah. All right. I guess we just go into it, yes? Let's get into it. Yes. Indeed, hey. indeed. Oh, I don't even have applause drops and shit queued swoop, up. Swoop. Do I not? Yeah. I'm really excited, guys. Welcome back. Mega Late Show. What's going on? Episode 100, baby. 100. Celebration. I'm just going to keep the applause going for a couple minutes of shit. Yeah. Standing ovation Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I got I to gotta come with like a different track. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Damn. This guy is killing it already. Yeah. Oh my god. Hold on, let oh me bump god. this up. Let me bump this up. <laughs> Mega Late Show, episode 100. We've taken a hiatus, but we're back. The goons are back in town. The goons are back in town. The goons are back in town. Hey. hey. Yo, and today is a super special. I mean, obviously it's a milestone because it's episode 100. We've been rocking for 3 years. Just Indeed, over three years, yeah. right? Wow. So, so for episode 100, we have to bring in all of MLS Prime, minus, minus uh, Miss Inglewood. Would we say she's MLS Prime? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, minus Miss Inglewood, but this is the original cast and crew. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, of course, I am Mega. Yo, this is late. D. Steez. Keen. Vellyville. Keen and Vellyville. Steez. You guys remember all these people. Steez was one of the core original Living Tribunal members of the Mega Late Show. Once upon a time, once upon a time. Yeah, I'm until, still around. Yeah, he'd be around, but he usually be on SoftBank commercials and shit like that now. <laughs> so, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. Word. Yeah, so we took we took a hiatus for for a little bit. We we didn't release. This is the, the longest hiatus we've ever taken, right? It's been like for sure. three weeks without content, maybe. Even yeah. even when we were putting out two episodes a month, I don't think we went three weeks, right? Never. Nah. Oh, let me turn this shit off. Let's get back to the hip-hop shit. Hold on. I mean, y'all could talk. Yo, what? That sounds like... What band is that? I know it's not Steely Dan, but it sounds nah, like Steely it's Dan. It's like... Uh, who is that? <laughs> Thin Lizzy. This is a hip-hop podcast. Yeah, we don't know rock bands' names. <laughs> Even that, like that, was a, that was a god, popular. Thin Lizzy. I don't know if that's a single person or if that's a band. That was a throwback to the 50th episode we did. Did we do Boys Are Back in Town? I thought we did uh, I, The Return of the Mac. I definitely maybe did both of those. Oh, okay, <laughs> well then, you know what I mean? Maybe we should keep it rocking with uh, Return did you, of the Did Mac. you just pull that up independently by yourself? Looks like it. Oh. You know the vibes. <laughs> you know the vibes. Word. I mean, I guess this is just a celebratory uh, episode type of thing. We're not going to interview nobody or nothing Nah, like we're just going to talk gonna shit. Put it out, put it out. Word up, word this up. This is my favorite type of episode when we don't interview anyone. Just, I, uh, I kind of so like just... those vibes too, you know. It's good to break it up like that. Of course, the content is the content, you know. Let's let this rock for a second. Yo, is this how my man's voice sounds when he's just regularly talking? You know what I mean? It's mm. like they got those artists that have like a regular voice and they got the singing voice. Like RZA sounds like he sounds. You know what I mean? Like R. Kelly basically does the same shit. He sounds like he sounds. Same with like Michael Jackson. But I don't know why, like but this, like uh, like Caribbean artists be throwing me off for like island, like, you know, reggae singers. Like the Shaba always sound like Shaba, just like oh, just yeah. when he talks to you. Yeah. So like, but I know like like Shaggy. I know <laughs> Shaggy doesn't sound like. Oh, nothing but yeah. Can I get Mistable the change in a paper bag? Return a book to the library and shit. <laughs> I hope not, yeah, man. That should be annoying as fuck. Now that shit is tight. I mean, I would, I, I would like if Shaggy After sounded always like Shaggy. After you know what I mean? But but somebody like like Mark. Who is this? Mark Morrison. Yeah. Devin Morris's father, <laughs> Mark Morrison, <laughs> Devin Morris's father. He actually has like a really dope voice, but it's like a weird, like a twang on it. You know what I mean? Is he one of those British blacks? I don't know if he's a British black or if he's like an American black. Yo, why does that sound so offensive? Not, yeah, it, it, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. it came off offensive. Is he one of those? One of those. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, see, I don't know if I'm dark enough to actually put that one out into the world, but I'm glad you did. Yo, and uh, I kind of like never in my childhood mind never really put it together that he says, but I do, but I do do. <laughs> That's kind of tight too. You know what I mean? Tutu. 
All right, man. I gotta stop rocking <laughs> with this shit. Let's get to some like real like mega late show type of uh, type of vibes. Let me see where I find something. Here we go. Word, Mega Late Show, episode 100. That's all we're going to keep doing is just introducing episode 100, <laughs> go off on a tangent, and reintroduce episode 100. How does it feel, though? I mean, from you it guys, feels, what do you think? I mean, 100 I'm, episodes, that's fucking, that's a feat yo, right there. Yo, thank you, thank you for, for mentioning that because it does feel like a feat, man. Me and Late, and, and it, you know, like, I, I want to give a shout out to everybody in here, particularly Dallinger and you, Steez. You guys have really been there from the beginning, beginning. Dallinger, you're so much a, of a part of why our podcast sounds the way that it sounds. You help us realize, like, you know, uh, dropping the, the music when we're speaking. Yeah, like yeah. I was saying, man, Dallinger help us fix that shit. And there goes one of our classic <laughs> dropouts. And that's not Dallinger. That's 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 you know that's the it's the Dell. It's, it's the Dell. It's the Dell. Uh, you need to switch to Lenovo, My shit is just kind of trash, man. It, you know, it was kind of like Lenovo. That's what I, I don't get. know what Lenovo is, Steez. Is that no, a, the next a brand? laptop you need to get? You need to stop fucking with this. Everybody tell and tell me to get like a MacBook. You know what I mean? I did mean? not Which say the... MacBook though. I said Lenovo. I don't even know what Lenovo sounds like. A knockoff yeah. like Propecia. No, I'm telling no, you, no, they're good. They yeah? make the yes. thing, they make I got the myself book. a Lenovo. Yeah. See? Okay. Marvel's over here. Windows. Those are the new species in the Avatar sequel. I heard about. I felt. I thought Lenovo was like an erectile dysfunction pill or some shit. I was like, yo, I do need to get on that, right? I know, fucking, the, I know that name is kind of janky, but yeah. but it's legit. You no, know. That, that's dope. I, definitely. But but as I was saying, man, uh, special shout out to to D for always being around to help us special out shout with the real. with the troubleshooting. He's kind of been that guy for the entire duration of the podcast. And Steez, you know, we got started with you. A lot of the energy and the, the direction, and a lot of the concepts and ideas, you were there during the genesis of that. And we always thank appreciate you. you bringing that extra energy in. MLS, thank you, thank you. you know what I mean? And the God 3D King, uh, the 3D God King Joaquin, he he put it down and and gave us all of our uh, our visuals. That yeah, and I we need got the these stickers. business cards. And and Keen has always been rocking with us, and and it's good to have somebody of his fucking uh, knowledge base to rock with us too. Mm -hmm. And 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 of course, like all of the the shit that we make is going to go through Keen. That's our guy. And then Marvel is I our. Felt more comfortable. With our Japanese guest, Marvel was there to hold us down. Yeah, the official oh, yeah. translator. People oh, yeah. will remember that story about him choking that one motherfucker out a long time ago. <laughs> no, we we never is, gonna forget that one. Doc, you know, you know, late I'm a translator. I feel like I was there. You know, even though I wasn't there, I, like the spirit of it lives on. Yeah, that I know, was there. Hold on a second. Let, let let me talk about late real quick, man. Late, you know how nonchalant late is with some information. Sometimes, like it's like a throwaway piece of information. He was like, "Oh yeah, that guy that Marvel choked the fuck out is the manager of this." <laughs> bar that we'd be at all the time and i was like what the fuck dog i just be in there like chilling and drinking and shit and, and, and it's a guy that marvell literally had both of his hands around his neck you know what i mean i was just like why you got me just like i, I got we could have been unsafe what if that guy finally thought it was time to get his revenge you know what i mean because i was the most hype about marvell choking this man out i was like happy I was like a soccer hooligan happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was so happy that Marvel assaulted a man <laughs> at fucking dawn. Like, right, the sun is coming up. It's beautiful. It's like that morning. You know that beautiful Tokyo blue color that only happens in like, like right magic after the hour. first rain? The, the ma magic hour. I thought the magic hour was like 5 o'clock when the sun is about to set or some shit. Well, you know, the opposite. Is that the golden the, hour and there's a magic hour? The golden hour is the golden hour and then right before the, the golden hour and dusk is the oh. magic hour oh, okay so i'm just thinking like for sunrise is the same thing well whatever whatever the case may be it was a magic hour for me because marvel took the fuck out of this man because <laughs> he and, deserved yeah. it of course yeah if marvel's mad it must be because the guy deserves right. it I, I don't i don't know if it's appropriate to divulge the name of the location that this man is the manager of but we be out there sometimes and, and he'd be, he be hiding in the curtains <laughs> when you be out there. I, I, maybe he's scared of some shit. Like, <laughs> yo, that's bet. a dude who was hella brolic. He don't say shit. But also, he could just decide it's the day to break a bottle and stab somebody. But yeah. Or piss in your drink, but. <laughs> right at the bar. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll probably bust that out for sure. No, he's like, he's he, like, yeah. He's been getting up on us the whole time. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> no, he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, you know, he's garnishing our drinks with like the secret ingredient is he's piss. A, he's I least, didn't wash my hands. He, he's, you know a, what I mean? he's at least dipping his pinky in every single one of those. Yeah, go to the bathroom, stick your index finger right in your butthole, like yeah. mix around your ice with it. Late's no. looking like, oh man, I'll be drinking there. I know. I was wondering why my water it. costs 800 yen. God. Mm. <laughs> the secret ingredient is piss. He really works there, though? He's the fucking manager. 
Does he remember you guys? I don't know, because I don't really remember what he looks like. I just imagine some French guy. And they, like every time I imagine a French guy. I thought guy, he was Spanish. I don't know. Is he French or Spanish? The uh, identities and legal names of everybody right, involved in the stories have been changed to protect I thought he was French or some shit. I know he's like French or Spanish. Okay, so if he's French, I remember Spanish when I first heard the story. Okay, well then he's, you know, but my memory's mixed. Who knows? Puerto Rican. Let's split no, the no, difference. No, no. French Puerto Rican. Mm. Yeah, he was a Puerto Rican guy. <laughs> split the difference? You mean like Portuguese? <laughs> Hispaniola. Yeah, yeah. We're a very progressive podcast. We do palette swapping all the time. For sure. But, but yeah, so, you know, a, a special shout out. Thanks to all y'all. And I was really happy that we were able to all get together today mm, to kind of mm. celebrate and shit like that. Because, you know, like, uh, it has been a long time. I, I couldn't tell you how many fucking hours that Layden and I have been in this motherfucker just potting. You know, usually an episode is like two hours, but the recording process, we'd be together like Saturdays for like five, six hours most of the time. And we've had yes, some tremendous guests. We've had some tremendous guests and shit. So word. You did. Word, word. I'm actually not sure of, about the future of the podcast at this point, Late. Should we discuss that and figure out what's going on with that shit? Nah. Do you even know what's going on? I feel like our, our our listeners should at least know if we're not going to be podcasting anymore. Let's hold that for later. Okay. Stay tuned. So there is hope. I'm hoping that there's hope. You know? Okay. Well, you know. Keep it at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was waiting for that track to end so for we sure. can hit the I transition. Saw you. I saw you. You were like, is there another verse? And then you were like, no, nah, there's not another verse. You seem very confident yeah. in it. Yo, but, but that Slick Rick sample, you know what I mean? That's where it's at. Which, uh, which sample? Uh, hey, kid. Master, you high. I will say the hiatus has mostly been because of me, and I apologize about that. But uh, as far as going forward in the future, um, yeah, I don't really have a definite yay or nay yet, so I'd rather hold off on that. Okay, bet. There will be hip-hop conversations held in podcast form about Tokyo, though. So we'll figure it out. What else should we talk about here? I just was kind of get, like, together and talk about some shit. Let's get into, like, how we've been, because we haven't, we haven't discussed anything that's happened since, since, like, fucking the beginning of December is the last episodes we really recorded, right? Yeah, for sure. Yo, me and Leigh went to go watch some wrestling, and that shit was super dope. Wrestle Kingdom 14, is that? am I correct in that? Yeah, it's basically the uh, Wrestlemania of at, the biggest... At, at Tokyo Dome? Of yes. Japan. Yeah. Um, of the biggest wrestle company out here, yeah, I would say. And uh, this year was a special year. They did it two days. Me and Mega went to day one. And yeah, it was pretty tight. You know, I, uh, I think, you know, everybody knows like I'm a boxing, MMA type of guy. Mm -hmm. And... You know, professional wrestling is quite different than that mm -hmm. in the fact that, you know, it's calculated and, and you know, organized and shit and, and, and prepared. But, yo, these guys put on a great show. I was sitting there and, like, I don't know who is the good guy, who's the bad guy or what's going on. But I was pretty much on the edge of my seat throughout that whole joint. And then one of the one of the matches, one of the matches, what's his name? Uh, Osprey and fucking Hiromu oh, uh, yeah, Taka yeah. Takahashi. I think Hashitaki, right. some you know how the Japanese <laughs> just rearrange, <laughs> remix that shit. Hashitaki, that's a new joint though. That's Yo, a rap name to, right there. Yeah, no, my guy uh, Tomoyuki Hashitaki. <laughs> but but anyways, man, like, I was, right I was like I downloaded it after we watched it, right? And I was watching it on television oh, with the live commentary from uh from Chris Rocky, and Rocky Kevin. and Chris and, and all those guys, right? Yeah. Guests of the podcast, shout out to us. But Yo, it was just as dope as it was on TV, but the arena. Oh my God! The arena was going nuts. Where, where was it at exactly? Tokyo Dome. Oh, Tokyo Dome. Yeah, okay. my first. Time I mean, in not there. not the undersell with Mega Saiyan, but people are already saying that's like match of the year, and it was like yeah. on the fourth of January when it came out. Damn. Yo, these cats was doing all types of shit, right? My guy. <laughs> <laughs> like Ray Mysterio, uh, high no, flying shit. No, from the dog, it was better. Hold on, like, I, I don't, it was better. I, I, I'm gonna say it in terms, and then Mega will explain what happened. My man Osprey hit a Sasuke special out the ring, got caught by Hiromu into a German suplex. He backflipped out of that, ran through, 
Hiramu belly to bellied him back into the ring. A man Osprey that. rolled, hit the ropes, came back, did another Sasuke special, and hit Hiromu. Mega, please explain what all that means. Dog. <laughs> all right. So these cats, right? All right. So he throws my man out of the ring. The white, the white dude, Osprey, right? And oh, my so guy Hiromu. I was wondering if there was only Japanese wrestlers. No, no. There's, a, there's all types there's of shit. But my man gets him out of the ring, right? And like he's the Hiromu's on the ground. He's like trying to get up, and the, and the homies are like, "Oh my god, he's all fucked up." Uh, I think he hurt his leg. And then so my guy fucking hits like a gymnastic type of arms extended. Is that the Runs, Sasuke special? Y- yes. And, and what it is is like a cartwheel and then a fucking backflip over the rope to land on my guy, right? He also fucking, from from off the ring to yeah onto the ground, onto the gr- like onto the fucking ground. <laughs> so he hits his fucking side flip. He misses landing on the guy. The dude grabs him by the waist, is about to suplex him, throws him for the suplex, and my man hits a backflip out of this. And then Hiromu's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And so he runs, and he tries to fucking, like, spear him into the ring, right? Dude maneuvers, misses it. Guy flies into the ring by himself, hits the roll, bounces off the rope, and hits the jump again, and lands on our boy, right? And I read in that he, like, broke his fucking ankle. He broke his heel or some Something shit? Something like that, yeah. Doc, Damn. and that's only fucking 30 seconds of the match. These cats was doing all types of high-flying, acrobatic ridiculousness. It was incredible. You know the vibes. The, the only thing that was ruining it for me, the event, was these two white cats that were sitting behind me. <laughs> oh, my God. Giving the fucking play-by-play. Oh, my God. These guys were pissing me off so bad. What and it made, me think, it made me think about how I'd be responding to Say shit. Say it in your best white voice. No, 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 no. I can't do that. I can't do you that. You can. You that, can. That's Dollinger, is it okay? <laughs> is it okay, Dollinger? <laughs> it's like if, if Dollinger signs off on a press release. Half of me is no, okay. I'm no, half but, Caucasian, but, so. No, nah, these I'm, cats... I'm fine. Like, no, nah, I... Like, like, one of the dudes was a wild cornball, right? He was talking about, like... <laughs> And he had like on a, a fucking scarf, but it wasn't like a masculine scarf. It was like like a real fancy boy type of scarf. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but the problem the problem I like had a polo. No 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 no. Harry, no. Harry Potter's like, Gryffindor scarf. It looked like it was like a polyester blend type of joint, like not to keep you warm, but to keep you fancy and shit. You know uh, what I mean? And I was just like, like Dog. cat food. Yeah, I was like, yeah, like, right. I was like, dog, keep it functional. You know what I mean? Keep I'm not it here. Functional. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm not here. No, it's like, fashion, baby. Yeah, it's fashion. Yeah. Anyways, so my my guy starts off talking about like the physiques, which is fine. You know, I'd be like, yo, <laughs> if a homeboy got like if dudes brolic and like, I'm like, damn, he's fit. I'm looking at one of the cats like, yo, this motherfucker look like a, a an action figure, like fit. But this dude is complaining. He's like, ah, I don't like uh, you know some of the the uh, you know the Mexican guys. They uh, they always got beer bellies. Right, oh and the way he God. said it, I was just like, "Yo, why is it that anytime that white people talk about other races, I feel offended?" Right, and he's he's like, "The he's like, this guy doesn't have a good body." I always I don't, I don't like when the white guys don't have good bodies, but you know Mexican, the Mexicans. Yeah. Well, no, he said the I don't like when the white guys have good don't have good bodies. Oh, he said that. He said it about old boy to be hitting these submissions, the skinny cat. Ah, okay. Osprey? No, no, no. Some other cat who's hella brolic, too. But he was like, I don't like when they don't have good bodies. And I was like, all right, I understand. You're a man of great taste. You want to see some fucking (laughs) triceps when you're body slamming somebody and shit? Okay. And I was like, I'm rocking with that. But then he's like, yeah, you know, all the Mexican guys, they always have beer bellies because they're fucking Mexican. The way I heard him, it was like the most, he's like, fucking Mexicans always got fucking beer bellies because they're fucking Mexican fucking Mexicans. (laughs) This is how I heard it out of his mouth, right? And to me, like, Late didn't catch it because I asked Late later. He didn't catch it. But when he said it, I turned around and I had to look at my man. And I was just like, I looked at him and we caught eye contact. And he didn't say anything like that again during the match, but I felt offended by it. And then their commentary started to bother me. But the thing that started to bother me is because they were saying a lot of things that I wanted to say, and I was just feeling offended because they were saying it in my space. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, like one of the not the not the not the fucking Mexican guy, but the guy with him, he was saying, like, you know, he's like, oh man, that guy's got great dexterity. And I was like, I agree. That's fucking <laughs> this motherfucker's agile as shit. I would rate him a seven out of seven in the Marvel Trading Card series season, like Damn. series two. But, so if but, you didn't say that Mexican thing, you, you I might have been cool been with the homies and shit. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I told late later in the show, I was like, yo, like, it, what, like, why is it that I feel I have like free reign to be like, you know, make commentary about all types of white people, all types of other people and shit, all types of Puerto Rican, Puerto Ricans that are getting choked out and shit. But as soon as this white regular ass white dude with the fancy boy scarf came out and said some shit about Mexicans, I was just kind of like offended by it. See, I well, didn't I even. Offended, but I thought, oh, I might have to whoop this motherfucker's ass if it starts to get racist. See, I, I didn't hear that part that Mega was talking about, but I heard them like making comments, 
and they were saying some stuff that I probably might have also said. But I was like, I remember hearing them talking, and I didn't even turn around to look at them. And I didn't think about it until later. But I think the reason I didn't turn around to look at them was I was hoping they weren't black. Oh, and shit. I didn't want to confirm oh, that for my. So I, I just focused. The, on the, the thing that really put the the uh, like the seal of approval on me hating these people that I don't really know <laughs> is guy was like, oh my god, man, it's like this is my dream to just be on the stage and have everybody cheer for me. And I was like, yo, that's the corniest thing that I've ever heard anybody say he in my said life. That? Yes. By the near the end of the event, I was like, "Yeah, I really do not like these guys," mm. and I was like, "That's some shit that you say when you're 10 years old, not when you're a 36 year old man wearing a fucking polyester blend. Don't do that around me." I was like, "Do, do I was like, uh, I was thinking like, do I look like the type of cat that's gonna? I, I could be Mexican, you know what I mean? I'm brown enough to be Mexican and shit." I was like, "Do I look like the type of cat that's gonna stand around while you try to say that?" All of us got beer bellies while I have a beer belly. You yeah, know what I mean? That's that's one thing we talked about, like uh, the audacity of them to speak like that when they knew that they weren't just sitting around people that didn't understand English. Right. Like, we were hella surrounded by Japanese people. And then it was like us and then them right behind that's, us. Yeah. It was like one of those situations like, oh, man, you know, like. These Phil niggas are fucking it up for us, like over here. Right, here in the house, we in the house, you know man. I mean? it's like, man, they're gonna ruin this shit for all of us, dog. But yo, I gotta give a shout out to Mega. Mega was like, uh, yo, what's what's the biggest event like you've ever been to? Like, the most amount of people you've been around in public? Oh, it's gotta be like a basketball or a fucking baseball yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah, yeah, NFL thing. Yo, my man Mega couldn't stop saying like, "Yo, there are a lot of people." (laughs) 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 It's like you don't think about it, but like, I mean, because we live in a city like Central Tokyo is like what 13 million people, right? Uh, The the Greater Tokyo area is like 33 million people. Mm. Yo, inside the Tokyo Dome, they fit like 55,000 people, right? It was packed, like no empty seats except for one part of the stadium. They didn't. They had closed off, which is probably maybe 10, 15, 20. 20,000 seats, right? But the whole motherfucking thing was just full of people. And you don't ever get the opportunity to stare out that far into the distance and just see a, a field, like a field of people. Like a, a like a whole bunch of people and shit. So I was like, see, this is why I don't smoke weed and shit no more because I would have been like, yo, there's fucking people. Because I already was like, yo, there's fucking people. There was just, you know, looking at 30,000 people. I think they you, said they cracked. Over 70,000 both days. Damn. Yo, I mean, it also puts things in perspective. If some real, like, natural disaster shit goes on out here, it's going to be fucking mayhem. Like, this this neighborhood got about... What happened to the music? This neighborhood got, you know... You were getting to... Mm. You about to drop some knowledge. They don't like when I drop knowledge on this podcast. They try to stop me. <laughs> no, but... I was yeah. trying to hate on you. Nah, but it was dope, man. We did that. I don't know what else we fucking did. I feel like we missed a lot of, like, things. Things have happened. Things have happened. Um, If nobody else has anything, I want to give a shout-out to my guy, <laughs> Belly Bell, over here. Mm. <coughs> uh, actually, it was after... It was It was the same day. It, it was, was right after the, um, the Wrestle Kingdom thing. Mm. You and I came back to Shibuya. Yeah, we were supposed to have been a station. Yeah, oh, we, we went was... to the new Ginza joint. I mean, uh, the new Ginza line joint. Word. Yeah, yeah. We got off at the new Ginza exit. I mean that um that wavy that new wavy shit. roof. Yeah, it's wavy. Yeah. It was cool. It was yeah. pristine. One time, Silver yeah. Surfer. You cool. eat off the seats when we were there. Damn. Brand so new. We didn't do that, but brand spanking new. Shibuya is changing so fast. It's crazy. Indeed. Yeah, man. I was like this close to going home, and uh, Bel- 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 was like, I pulled up. So I was like, all right, let's let's see what we can get happening. And uh, we couldn't find much. Like, we were uh, wandering around for a little bit. It was snowing that night, too. A couple of vagrants. <laughs> Quote, it was cold. Quotes. Yeah, yeah, it was you hella they cold. Had the, they had the little ice flake <laughs> joints going on. Nah, because I, I remember when we got to the dome, it was straight. But nighttime, that shit, it started raining and shit. So, Bell and I, we went to the New Oath over there off of Shibuya Center Guy now. They got a Shibuya oh, Center no Guy. Is that a club? No, it's wait, like wait. right there by the south exit. Oh, okay. Yeah. They call it Shibuya Center Guy now? Yeah. What is the old Center Guy? Just Center Center Guy? Basketball Street? Old Center Guy. I have guy. no idea. Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Oath. Is that a bar or what is that exactly? It used to be 
Trump Bar or Trump Tokyo, and now it's Oath. Oh, the the Trump ho- Club? That's, no. That gaudy-ass, flashy... No, that place is closed. Yeah, so I thought they, they changed But it they had a sister bar called Trump Tokyo. Trump Bar. Mm. And then they got unaffiliated and became Trump Tokyo. And then some shit went down, and now they're Oath. Mm. And it's right there close to the new Tokyo building off the south exit. Okay. I see, I see. So we we were there for just a second. No, nah, it was close. Nah, we went inside. Did we? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Valley House, wow. what happened after you? this? What wow. were you on this night, my friend? Oath was closed. Nah, I think it was open, man. That's why we went to Rhythm. Wait, did we go to Rhythm? We did go to Rhythm. <laughs> Late, what were Shout you on? How fucked up were you, my friend? Damn. Hold Shout out, out to Alcos. Because the DJ, I was telling you, every time I go there, he's always playing like hip-hop. We did go to Rhythm. Oh, and then you're like, okay. no, 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 he never plays hip-hop. We went to Rhythm first, then. Did we? Yeah. We definitely went to Oath. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I don't know who to I be mean, I, miss, I miss these hijinks. I miss these old hijinks where you kind of I mean, just don't it, remember it was what a long day. Mm. So the we, We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so so we feel like we run out of options in Shibuya. So we're like, yo, we can waste time. Or it's actually me. It was all me. Yeah. I was like, uh, let's go to Rapungi. Oh No, no, no. Let's go to Old Oath. Yeah. Now Red Bar. So we, uh, we went over there and... You know, had a couple drinks, chilling, and then also not really feeling it. And then that's when I was like, yo, let's just fucking go for broke. Let's go to Rapungi and see what happens. Mm, uh, that's where my man saw you, huh? You got fucked up that night? Who's your mans? Uh, James. James Wonder. I don't know why I did that. No, 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 it, was, it wasn't that day. Wasn't that night? Oh, okay. Yeah, no. It was a different night. No, we, we, we ended up going to Jumanji. <laughs> Oh, in Rapungi, man. though. Oh, man. I went there one time. Y'all pick up on some loose women? Not you, Marvel. I know you're in a loving relationship, but I want to hear about <laughs> Late's endeavors. Well, we were, um, we went to Jumanji, and Jumanji was kind of dead, but they had like a, a noob-ish kind of bar downstairs yeah. that was apparently just going to keep going. And what, what, what? Yo, we left Old Oath, right? Red Bar. Mm-hmm. And we looked at the time, and it was like... It was like six. Six. Or and seven, it and it was so still dark. Yeah. Wow. So we were like, all right, I guess let's go to Rapungi. We went to this new bar in the basement. And, I mean, it's nice in there. Like, nice aesthetic, blinking lights, but not, like, crazy. It was just the music was hella trash. Like, super-duper-duper trash. As is usual. Yeah. These clubs. So we were, like, scrambling, like, trying to figure out something to do. So we started wandering around, and then we walked by this, you know, one of the bouncers outside of one of the clubs. He was like, oh, come up to this club. And we were like, all right, sure, whatever. Judging from no, no, your no, no, accent, no, no. he must have been African. Before that, we went to, uh, I forgot the name of the other club. That yeah, we, yeah, We yeah. ultimately ended I, up uh, I had Googled a place because I was like, yeah. yo, what's open now? And there was this place called Blue Bar yeah. out in the cut. So we walked up in there, and it just like, we hadn't even gotten, we're, what, 100 yeah. meters, 50 meters to the door, and it was just like weed it's like the smell of weed it was crazy just like wow. outside yeah you mean that illegal substance weed or is this like a different type of yeah, yeah the real real mm. it, 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 was was it was crazy so yeah. you called the authorities immediately I was in rapungi too <laughs> in rapungi yeah, yeah wow it, it was pretty crazy like, i've never surprised. well i've never experienced something like that quite before. surprised but it was kind of dumb police are, are locking it down in rapungi was this we, was this like outside of the central street like I mean, it's it's right by those bathrooms. You know what I mean? Down there. Okay, so at the end of the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But I mean, it was unmistakable. Yeah. And then you open the door, and it's like, okay, yeah, it's here. But the music was dumb. It was just like some right. weird kind of old school techno type shit. We were like, nah, we're not going to go in here. Yeah. So we walked past back to the black bouncer guy, and he was like... Yeah, go ahead. Go upstairs <laughs> like I told you to. So we got on the elevator, went up. What, what kind of black was he? Was he one of those black British people? <laughs> Brit- a, British, a British black? He was, an American he was. black? A bl- them, like know. an African black. It's hard black. to call. What do you think, Marvin? He was African. He was African, he was he African black. Ghana, yeah. Just checking. But I mean, you know, 
I mean, we've all been out back in the days, you know, way back, yes. way back, way in, back in the way times. Back. Yes. You know, it's like past the end of the night. Maybe you're, maybe you guys aren't like me and Marvell. Like when we get up to some goonery, we usually like go for broke you know i've always wanted to participate <laughs> in these type of events with you guys but you know i, I will say that late and i were waiting for marvell for four hours uh and, and i went home yes because we finished around like eight o'clock <laughs> we, we were done before eight o'clock and we we're like yeah let's get with marvell we no, went we I, waited. I told you i had i already had plans and i was gonna link up afterwards well actually the night of the infamous translator incident was supposed to be one of those nights we just ended up going to the spot too early yeah because that spot see, see. used to not pop off until like 7 a.m 8 a.m uh, yeah yeah so that's that's what me and marvell be doing <laughs> so Tight. we were doing one of those Tight. and we were we were about to wrap it up we went up to this one place got off the we didn't even get off the elevator we listened and we were like ah oh, this we might have to call it a wrap like this might be it we came down the elevator, the elevator opened, and my homie was standing right there. That's right. Yeah. And he was like, oh, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, what are you doing? He was like, oh, I'm about to go to work. I work here. And he was like, what? Oh. He was like, yeah, I'm a bartender. And I thought he was joking. And he's like a French guy, like a white French guy. So he just kind of like looked at me like, hmm. He came in the elevator, <laughs> <laughs> pushed the button, like looked at me a little bit more. Hmm. And That's the a door good opened and then he a white French and then he went to his fucking job and we were like all right I guess we're going in here <laughs> <laughs> so we went in there um there were a few folks in there everybody wait, was wait. you can't forget the uh, the Korean girl oh oh the <laughs> Korean girl here we go <laughs> why don't you tell that part <laughs> so we saw this uh really nice big breasted girl really yeah, yeah i don't remember that part oh that's the you don't remember the thick breast no, I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember she was kind of thick but i don't remember yeah it she had monster i don't like this that. story no more because i'm not <laughs> <laughs> i'm not involved in this shit they, they saying all the shit Should've that i'll be like bro <laughs> i was trying to me and late well, i was like all right late i'll see you you know it's 12 it's my last train's coming up in 10 minutes and i got a message from marvell as i was on the train and shit i was like fuck Man, if you guys are staying out to like 6, 7 in the morning, that's when you call me to join you guys after I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's the time. You, you, you I can energize. stay out all yeah, night. Yeah. I'm up at 7. Just first thing yeah, in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's You're true. ready to then go. Yeah. <laughs> no, but go on about this big titty. First train gang, but in reverse. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But we saw her in, uh, uh, I think I saw her in Jumanji. Yeah. Because I'm always scouting the place. And I'm just like, Damn. Who is this girl? I mean, like, her, she can't she can't really dance, but that doesn't really matter. It does matter, but but since you know the way you described her, it's okay for her. I so, mean, so says the Lord of the Dance over here. <laughs> None of us care about that steez. We don't give a fuck if they can dance steez. I mean, after the number of drinks I had in me, it definitely did it not don't matter, matter. <laughs> at that point. Okay. Um, but eventually, she ended up leaving. And it was like, whatever. So, you know, we, him and I were still at Jumanji. And then when we go to that new spot. She was she, there. She was there. Nice. I was I, like, yo. Like, I think I think we should take a pause and like oh. recognize like what's happening. So um, I had gone to Wrestle Kingdom with Mega. <laughs> I left my house at like 2.30 or like around 3 to meet up with Mega. Like around 4.30, 5 o'clock. Marvell had also been out with some folks. Right. Having some drinks. I was out at since 7 p.m. drinking. Yes. Mm. And he was drinking with intent. I was drinking with intent. I'm an alcoholic, so I started drinking after we left Wrestle Kingdom. Like, just cans. Met up with Marvel. Cans. 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 Oath, cans. Rhythm, drink. drink. Old Oath, couple drinks. Uh, Jumanji, a wait, couple wait, wait, drinks. Wait, wait, wait. cans one more time, please. Cans. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... Drink. Eight o'clock in the morning, we're yeah. at this new spot. The hot Korean chick is there. Yes. There's some other folks in there. Marvel and I just walk in, you know, kind of surveying the place and, you know, trying to get in where we can, try to figure out where to fit in. Have a couple shots with my homie at the bar. And somebody busts out Jenga. Whoa. So immediately, I start like <laughs> scheming. 
Is this like that scene in The Hangover where he's counting cards and numbers are flying around your head? He's like, I'm going to pull out this fucking block. Well, I don't know how... Uh, so I don't know how goonish this is going to sound, but uh, I've recognized that when adults play games that are usually targeted towards children or younger people, that's when the fun can start to begin. Like truth or dare or playing spin the bottle when you're in university. Like that's when, you know, you can turn it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's why I like at all the bars in Thailand, they got like connect four and shit. I mean, yeah, because you got to make rules. Mm. People like rules. So we came up with the rule for the most dangerous Jenga game. If you lose, you have to buy everybody a drink. Dang. Mm. How many people are playing this Jenga? Four? I think yeah. the first round we had like five. Yeah. That's, that's too many. It was too many. <laughs> it was too many. But uh, Marvell and I made sure we didn't lose. And... Uh, for some reason, people were more drunk than we were in there, which yeah. was great. Yeah. So y'all just racked up on fucking <laughs> drinks by fucking being Jenga masters. So it was like the first two rounds, it was like whatever, like the original people that brought it out, me and Marvell and like some other random guy. And then after a while, you know, we were just so rambunctious, we started pulling other people in. Yeah. Marvell like rotated out. <laughs> I, I was there with like some people I didn't even know. And other people were buying everybody else drinks. Then the whole bar was just... Not everybody was playing Jenga, but we were all suddenly involved together. Just like, oh, he still owes you a drink. Here's your drink. Oh, we're still drinking. Let's get shots, blah, blah, blah. And we did that until that bar closed at like... I'm going to say noonish. Hey, we still yeah. going. Yeah. We still, still going. I thought it was going to be like, this was like nine, maybe. We <laughs> you went guys should have definitely yeah. called oh, me in Marvel, the morning oh, for this. Oh, that's right. Because Marvell told me you guys didn't end the day until fucking nine... PM. Yeah. Ah, when he told me that earlier, I was thinking nine in the morning because I'm an idiot. But okay. See, here's what happened. Like we were, that bar was closing. They were like, "Oh, we're going to Blue Bar," and Marvella and I was like, "Oh, we know that place." <laughs> 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 so we're like, "Yeah, for sure, let's go." And when we were coming out of the elevator, I made sure to stop Marvell and this other guy that we had, you know, associated with in the bar. And I, st I, I specifically remember doing this because I had done this to myself like a few years back i was like yo you guys you have to be careful today could become tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> very quickly and i could tell marvell and him didn't know what i was talking about but i was like yo, yo today could become tomorrow very quick like you know you're expecting oh after hour spot pop in oh there's an after after hour spot pop in you know maybe you know catch a afternoon train home sleep it off and then you know whatever but i have left my apartment on sunday and came back on tuesday and been like wow. yo it could this it could go down yeah so we ended up in blue bar and there was a dart machine <laughs> And my guy Marvell lit up like I had never seen him lit up before. <laughs> yeah, I love. I've always loved darts. Um, and it, it happened when I came to Japan. I don't know. If, I don't even know oh, why. Really? Um, but every time I get drunk or every time I'm drinking, I want to play some darts. I hate to interrupt, man, but what happened to the big titty Korean shit? That's what I'm Is more gonna come from that? <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, no. She wasn't down oh. for the hang. She left pretty early into the oh. Jenga session. I mean, the only thing ah. I would say is that I knew she was Korean and late dinner. Like, just yeah. on site, I knew it. I'm on bad site. at uh, I'm pretty good at that. categorizing I, my Asians. I no, I'm not it. that good at I'm it. I'm pretty good at that now. No. After living in Japan, because I, I knew a lot of did Koreans. Did you confirm that she was yeah. Korean? Yeah, late did. Mm. What did you say? Hey, excuse me. What type of Asian I, are you? I don't know. What, I don't know what he said. <laughs> Where them titties from? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is everybody on a diet right now? Because I know I heard that like I'm on a diet. Why well, do the are you the intermittent fasting? Oh, okay. Thing I've been doing that. For I'm the only one who's like really dieting. Well, what, what, okay. what do you mean? What do you mean by diet though? Well, what I mean, I mean, mean? You, you've changed. You've changed your eating habits to fucking lose weight. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. we're getting to that age where we're, okay. we're just conscious of what Me we Me too, eat. dog. Yeah. For sure. I weighed myself I weighed myself uh right after the vacation was over, like uh, and I went back to work the day before and I weighed ninety three kilos. Dude. 
That's heavier than I've ever been. The end of last year, I was 97.5. Damn, I thought I, I was, was like, killing it. No, nah, I was like, all right. Well, you're fucking like a foot taller than me, too, though. No, 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 I'm a foot taller. Yeah, but I, I feel like you're a big guy. That's, that's the heaviest I've ever been before, mm. and I, I don't want to oh, get to that, okay. so I'm trying to drop 20 pounds in 2020. Okay. I'm trying to. Hashtag 2020 up in here. 2020. So. 20, I like that. I'm trying to drop 20 20, 20, 20. in 2020. <laughs> I got to up him now because he hit me. I thought I was killing with like my 93 till infinity kilos. You know <laughs> what I mean? But nah. Yeah, I'm trying to drop. I'm trying to drop 20 a bunch kilos. Too. That's too much, bro. Don't. You, you're trying to go anorexic no, on No, dog. Like I'm, I'm, I'm only five foot nine and I used to walk around at 70 kilos when I was at my fittest with the big traps and shit like that. But I was hitting the gym for gaining muscle mass. Yeah, the whole time that I've been out here, I've been overweight, and I was been I've been hovering around eighty three kilos. So that just lets you know that like I put on fucking twenty pounds dirt like in the last eight months. When I saw the picture at at the the party for for late that we had, uh, I was like, damn, nobody told me that my face was all big and shit. I thought you guys were supposed to be my people. I don't have enough people <laughs> fat shaming me and telling me that I look weak or some shit. You know what I mean? Like I need more toxic masculinity in my life. So if y'all could just be like, yo, yo, mega, why you look like a little bitch? I'd be like, yo, I'll get fit real quick. I'm gonna hate on you after that. I might have to fight, but you know what I mean? Like I need more I realize I need more toxic friends. Or the, the the threat of eminent like you know eminent danger when you feel like threatened it's like yo I gotta hit a push up. But you, you know, don't look bad lose. though. Like oh thanks. Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, hey, now you're gonna go back you, to your dog. old heating habits. Hey, <laughs> like I'm gonna have a cheat day. It's my first cheat day today. I think part of it is the community that we're in. Like uh, being in Japan will give you like a negative body image, but also hanging around with a bunch of foreigners, like it's either. A bunch of people around like your kind of you know status or level or somebody's either super skinny or super muscly so it's like not enough to compare to because if we dropped you off in america or any of us in america we'd be like i'm doing good, good. <laughs> you i'm know doing hella good y'all every every place that i went to um in America the last time I was just like counting like is, is there going to be 10 people in this place that are bigger than me and shit and in most places even if there wasn't 10 people in there I was like yo you count for two so like yeah people are big as shit in the United States big, man. big yeah. as shit that's I the just, culture man I watched this uh, documentary I was just going through Netflix the other day and there was a new documentary that popped up it was all in Japanese but it's called Homie K I don't know if you guys seen it but it's nah. basically about this this dude from Japan Japanese dude of course who uh, got popped like smuggling co- cocaine to Hawaii and then he got Tight. locked he got locked up in prison like in Los Angeles or something because of that and basically he like partnered up you know and became friends with all the like the uh, the Chicano gangs in there and and uh, they took him in and so he made a lot of friends in, pr- in prison there and uh basically then he came back and like brought the chicano culture to his neighborhood in japan and nagoya this big thing what's that is it in nagoya oh, the lowrider community it could be because there's a big be. chicano I, I th- culture it, i think it may have been nagoya we did but like a documentary i, th- I think of you're right actually. i think you're no right shit. but anyhow yeah, yeah. get to my point though is uh, he went back for this documentary to link up with his friends that he had made in uh, they're all from like the los angeles area they're all mexican guys so they had Mo- pot mostly. bellies they had beer bellies that's not the, just as, uh, you know i'm not trying to not trying to put <laughs> it on like be, that yo what kind of scarf is that this could, be any, this could be almost any kind of segment of american culture but sure. all of his friends were morbidly obese when like he got super, back super wow. super fat like, oh, i was shit. like yo oh my god so yeah but that's times, like i said it's not just you know that ethnicity you see that i just went back for christmas yeah. everybody's fat there man yeah everybody Yo. hopefully those two white guys tune into the podcast and know that real smoke <laughs> we have for them we've got another white guy here that disagrees with you guys so yo those those cars down in nagoya of the chicano culture that's like so the low riders fucking nice yeah. Low riders, everything like inside, it's just detailed. Yeah. Just, you know, like just in the Shibuya, way they like almost every Saturday night, they'd be uh, riding through that bitch too. They'd be riding yeah. hard for sure. Yeah, I caught that one time. They were just right next to Yogi Park, fucking bumping the hydros, going back. How, and how forth, do you feel about forth. that, Keen? Being from Los Angeles and kind of coming from those type of uh, communities, do you feel like they should give you respect just because you're there? <laughs> 
Do you feel like how I why feel I when I walk into Harlem? Right. No, no. <laughs> like, why am I not getting an immediate head nod? <laughs> no, not at all. But it is strange. It's very out of place. But yeah. But the cars you, look you, dope. You can see like how much love and respect they have yeah. for the culture. Oh yeah. yeah. I dig it. Sometimes. Right. Sometimes. The only thing, well, the, the people who import those cars, put the work into right. it, get those hydraulics. I mean, they love that shit. You, you know, man, the thing I don't like, hard, man. Though. One of the things that kind of bugs me out is like when I'm when I'm out somewhere. And there's like a person that's like wearing, you know, their 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 outfit and they're in their kind of face. They got like the really dope whatever on and shit. And they seem like real confident. But then when I get around, it's like they kind of seem like they're questioning being dressed like that outside. Like the confidence kind of drops. And it's like something that I'm projecting into, obviously, because they're not like, oh, shit, I'm fucking insecure now. But I get that kind of sensibility. I see it a lot when I see. Japanese cats that have cornrows when they have braids in or they're looking like very much like like a black type of trap hype beast type of dude and I'm just like hmm very interesting that's just a tangent I'll put that out there for y'all you know what I mean Podding. I don't know it podcast. just feels like they're paying an, paying homage to me as long as they're not trying to benefit from it too much monetarily because these cats in Nagoya they look fucking Mexican you put them in with the real cholos you're not gonna tell who's not real, you know? You do until you find out they don't speak Spanish or English and shit. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Well, I see, feel like they, I need, they ain't doing the knowledge then, yeah. I feel like I need like a mini Kojo with me, like a like a like a real kind of like detector. Like a, like a homunculus Kojo? Like yeah, just like, you know, like a Tomagachi Kojo. And like I, 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 I pull up to like the, the lowrider function. And if they're real, Kojo's like, he doesn't say anything. But if they're like faking the funk, he like vibrates on my hip. He's and I'm like, like oh, right. He's like, this nigga ain't born on a Monday. He's not born on a Monday. <laughs> For real, Shout yeah. out to Kojo, man. Uh, yo, his newest album, uh, the Kojo's Boulevard, the one that came out, that shit's pretty good, too. The beat album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit is tight. Word. I haven't been listening to a lot of music lately. Eminem dropped some shit yesterday. I listened to that oh, album. Shit. I listened did to you? the whole thing. Yeah, once and what, a half what times. What did you think? Well, you guys know I'm not the biggest fan of Eminem for his oh, beats man. or like, usually his like shit. But not a fan of Eminem at all. Well, so. I, no, that's not true. I mean, oh, okay. I, I always I would agree I've with these. Like you're not a fan at all. Uh, no, but I like I appreciate his lyricism. Like his and I, I like his came out, I thought that was fire from the album before. Well, then. that's Kamikaze and this album are his best albums in at least ten years. Okay, so that means a lot. Well, I mean, I not, check out not to me. I, I would even, <laughs> yeah. I would even say that. Yeah. Well, oh, that's because so Eminem released. Trash I haven't listened to the latest album, but 2000s. Kamikaze. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kamikaze mm-hmm. for sure. He just I, didn't have good music. I and, became and, a fan again of Eminem after Kamikaze. Well, it, I kind of feel like it's like a return to just like, yo, just rap, dog. Just, just rap. Do a beat. Rap. Don't do any. Uh, fucking what's that dog voice he was doing and the fucking no, the you know what I mean the terrorist voices and yeah. shit that he was in just rap the accents. and this shit is yeah and and like I like I like Eminem I saw he ability. did have Ed Sheeran on this album though that one's actually not too bad it's definitely better than the joint that was on Revival yeah. there's a few tracks on here that are pretty good one of the tracks is uh like a concept track about the guy what's his name Jason Paddock the the dude that shot up Las Vegas that uh that concert oh yeah oh, really? from the hotel yeah, it's 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 a it's a story told from his perspective that Eminem is like in the hotel drinking and about to shoot them up and it sounds like really like Ugh. it's it's not distasteful but it's definitely like an Eminem thing to do I think sure, yeah. mm. but he's got good raps on this I just really don't I, care I for heard, a lot of it I heard uh, Alchemist finally got a beat on an Eminem record on this too I mean he's been, oh, he's, oh he's been I wonder which forever. one it was because I, I, I don't know exactly but I caught wind of it yeah, that's so. why because they've definitely I just saw that this morning can we play that one right now some kind of yeah he's capacity. been for him for a while I, I I don't, I'm not was sure was he on the uh He's probably done stuff with Royce before he did shit with Maybe, Eminem. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, it's, this this album has a, a feature. Black Thought and oh, Q-Tips on there. Yeah, yeah I, I listened to that track Q-tip. today. It's, it's pretty Let good. me see the cover. It's okay, I guess. There, the, some of the beats are dope, though. Like, I mean. Oh, this is know. sick. What is this? The joint with uh, Royce and uh, White Gold, whoever that is, but some of them are pretty good, man. There's it's no women on the album, though, right? Sky- Skylar Gray. Right. I forget what tangent we're on, but it fucked up. But okay, so the Alchemist song is called Stepdad. Can you play that? Oh, I do like the beat on this, but I don't really care for the concept of it. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, this is one with Alchemist. 
I mean, so much of Eminem's music comes from a place that I have a hard time identifying with. Um, a lot of the angst and themes are just things that I don't really identify with. He's got a few tracks on here about like love, like falling out of relationships. And it's usually from the position of like, fuck you, you're a bitch. I'm fucking can't believe I hurt. <laughs> and like, even this is like, I fucking hate my stepdad. And it's just like, I just don't. It's always been one of the more difficult things for me to appreciate about Eminem's music and probably why I gravitate more towards his freestyles or his guest features because it's not a concept that he's executing. And so much of his music is well thought out like that. He's planning and he's doing concept tracks and he's trying to deliver, um, you know, something with emotional resident resonance that is about him. And a lot of times it can be deeply personal. It's just that I don't really... I've never really been able to kind of uh, attach myself to his music for that reason. Mm. Um, but, I mean, I've never been able to attach myself to his music in that regard, I should say. And a lot of another choice is that I don't care for his choruses and I don't care for his, his own production. Um, and I'm not a huge Dre production fan post, you know, the Chronic 2001. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of things just add up to me not really appreciating Eminem's albums mm. and I've just never really cared for them all that much mm. but I mean there's no denying that I think that he's one of the most brilliant people to ever fucking combine words together uh, you know to rhyme it's even on this album the shit that I don't care for it's like wow that that is like a, a crazy run mm. just mm. he like he's got some a double time track on here that is just like the the percentage of people on the planet that can pull that out is so absolutely like minute to pull it off to this degree that it's absolute it's high art and he's an artist so I I just don't really I don't know I don't get it a lot of times. Well, he got a he got an album a uh, song with Juice World too. Yeah, this is the Juice World one. I can swallow a bottle of alcohol and I feel like Godzilla. I think him getting away from Rick Rubin was the best thing that ever happened. Wow. Yeah? Can you elaborate on that a little more? Because, you know, I would say around the time of uh, maybe Blueprint, Rick Rubin started to, you know, kind of get a lot more... Uh, of his notoriety and respect in the hip-hop game like working with jay-z and then he worked with the beastie boys and then he worked with like a you know some other bands like executive producing their albums and then eminem did his album with him the one he did a uh, rap god on maybe it was marshall mathers 2 or the one before that and it's just like a lot of rock samples um like classic rock samples uh, and you know you can tell it's Rick Rubin because oh and Rick Rubin would work with Kanye on Yeezus of course so it's like trying to be minimal um, like let's focus on this sample let's you know you know really highlight the classicness of it like it sounds like some old Def Jam shit but uh, like LL Cool J and Run DMC but a bit more modern but Eminem's style is has never really depended on the beat, kind of like what Mega was saying. Like if Eminem has a, a good beat, that's good, but Eminem has never really leaned upon his music, like the, the backing as much, right. as his like lyrics and what he can put over it. And when you give him like a guest singer, like a Beyonce or a Ed Sheeran or a fucking uh, whoever's the hot singer at the moment, and give him this beat from this hot producer he he's like filling in the gaps instead of leading the way i feel so with kamikaze i feel like even though the beats on there are good and more modern it wasn't uh oh let me you know they already gave me the beat with the hook on it i just have to put these verses in he was like all right i've got like a you know uh, uh outline of this beat let me go in on it and then you guys come in after me i kind of felt it was more like that like i, I feel like and that's not entirely true because he has those jesse reyes tracks which obviously weren't his originally but i i feel for the most part eminem is better uh leading instead of following if that makes sense mm -hmm. see i don't i don't know if i 
the reason I'm not so hype on saying that he's better leading is because a lot of the times he's using his own production, and I don't think that his own production is really all that great. Like, think of any memorable Eminem beats. None. And it's like, well, you know what I mean? It's like very few, and I only think Eminem would sound dope over that. Producing a lot of the new stuff. Yeah, well, like I mean, these past two albums. W- well, exactly. Like, yeah. so he kind of has like taken a step. I think the criticism really got to him after revival, and and it's good that it did good. because yeah. because a, a large like a, a large part portion of his fan base is really just like just rap. Like, we don't really need you to have these type of pop features, and you're at such an artistic level that you don't need to have like these young artists to kind of propel you into the pop realm. Like, just rapping. That's kind of what's good about these albums to me. It's like. You know, other, other, uh, his other work is marred by more than just him trying to be pop. You know, there's his there, there's his emotional well-being, his mental well-being that caused, you know, his addiction that caused problems. And just, yeah. I don't know. But. Also, his tone. We're in the the post Me Too era. Right. Yeah. That's another thing that's just like I, I can't get with it. But here, let, let me um, I was telling you guys about that double time verse. Let me let me play that for you. Just like the plates on the chainsaw. And it's kind of not it, right? Yo, um, besides shit that, you know, there are there are known knowns and there are unknown knowns. And then there are known unknowns and there are unknown knowns. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> now my, my dad used to say that type of shit all the time. You don't besides, know what you don't know. I've besides like that our, that <laughs> oh, that's an old that's a Donald Rumsfeld know? quote. No. Besides the unknown unknowns, you know what I mean? What are we, uh expecting in this next decade of hip-hop damn i honestly think that there's going to be return to lyricism uh at least actual rapping in more of the mainstream space um you look at guys like uh that are making like some trap beats like a money bag yo or some shit very trappy but they're fucking rapping for the most part and you see a lot of the southern guys who are gaining kind of speed rapping a little bit more and i think a lot of the really cheap disposable stuff is just going to be considered cheap disposable stuff and we're going to have more breakout artists who are actually artists there's going to be people who are developed artists that start making music and blow up other than rather than it being people who got a hot song and then they try to develop them into an artist and examples of the latter would be like your cardi b's who is not a developed artist somebody that popped hot and they're trying to develop into an artist your little Nas X, your little Yachty's, those are examples of people who are not developed artists. I think you're Fetty gonna Wops. see more you're gonna see more people who are inherently talented making music with art art artists in development behind them and they're going to be kind kind of more popular than these really quick throwaway artists. It's kind of the direction the, I think it's going. In the mainstream though? Yes. Can you, That's what I think. Can you run that verse back? Um I feel like Juice World dying has been really uh, tragic. Uh, re- Not in the same way as uh, Nipsey Hussle's death was. Not that any death you know, matters more than another. Mm. But uh, I didn't realize how popular Juice World was. And uh, pause for this. This reminds me of that um, Ocean Wisdom. You still got it. Wow. Look what I'm planning. He dropped that in a cabana. That's definitely Four part tours. of his, his repertoire for life now. Yo, Mega, would you say that's true double time or? Uh, no, that's like triple time. He's he's going much faster than double time there. Mm. Uh, but, but I mean, it's like, you know, we always call it just double time if it's fucking like super fast and shit. But actually metered, like a lot of that are like triplets that were just like fucking triple time triplets. It's like six, 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 devil shit. <laughs> Shout let, me out put on, let me put on some fucking beats. But um, um you were you were right saying there. you were saying though that um like Juice World. Juice World like the the style that he was in, uh, you know a lot of people are on that style now like that. Uh, what's the opposite of proto? But not post, like after future that kind of you know, druggy. You said not post. Yeah, is there another word? Because I already said post. I don't want to keep saying post. You know what I mean? 
post Malone, like post post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring his name up. <laughs> but not nah, like um, the table. <laughs> like we 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 would have called it like SoundCloud rap like a couple years okay. ago, but now it's like the mainstream kind of sing like more melodic kind of style, I guess. And I would say I didn't realize how much of a progenitor and uh, leader Juice World was in mm. that kind of style. But like with him gone now, of course there's like millions of copies to pick up the slack so who's who's doing it though who's doing it right that's that's what i'm saying like i kind of feel like mega like without those kind of people here to do it like of course you have like the names we've heard like trippy red or i don't uh, like that guy uh lil (laughs) pump but i think juice world was like the guy like he was the one like kind of leading it and since he's gone there's gonna be a vacuum and maybe that style may not even progress anymore like it might have been able to and might hit towards lyricism like mega was saying because like a lot of guys who dibble and dabble in that like uh denzel curry or like um i'm kind of blinking right now but they have that melodic side, but then they'll flip and they'll do like the double time speed raps. Yeah. Like Uzi Vert, Does think Uzi Vert have that that type of style? No, uh, Uzi Vert never gets lyrical or it, raps really. No, I'm talking about like the Juice World. I would so say he doesn't even. About. Well, I haven't listened to a it's lot a of Lil different. Uzi Vert. Yeah, different. I wouldn't say he's exactly Juice, Juice World, World. Is more rap than than little Uzi Vert. I say. I would say Juice World is the same as like Post Malone, no. like um, all these Japanese trap singers that you hear sometimes mm. think about think about like the biggest artists of the last 10 years or last decade right who, who are they that come to mind it's got to be drake, drake. Nicki the minaj decade? yeah mm. drake your future Nicki minaj, future, future post um kendrick lamar Cardi. j cole you know and so like i think in largely what i'm talking about is actual hip-hop music making it to the mainstream level that it's appreciated your guys like uh, i'm not talking about cardi b in that regard right Mm. cardi b is making pop rap music yeah but i I think that there's like uh, a group of people who come from kind of a hip-hop background they were listening to like hip-hop shit and now that they're artists you're ybn cordays and while Mm. they're very influenced by the hip-hop rap shit they're also making music that has a more younger temperament which is aligned with this kind of trap sensibility and uh, the melodic choruses and a lot of sing-song style fucking bridges and, and just general rap. So I think with you, you look at a guy like YBN Corday. Am I pronouncing his name right? Corday. I don't I listen no to idea. him like that, but yo, know, like these younger kids are like, yo, it's like this is this is smart, but it's also like kind of fun, young energy, and I think that's going to be a little bit more popular. The 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 SoundCloud. Uh, little B kind of wave of like, especially the emo trap, uh, drug trap shit. I don't think the drug trap shit is going to die out, but I think it's going to, it's going to, something is going to supersede that and lay over it where that's kind of more of a fringe genre mm. in, in the next 10 years. I hope that there, well, I feel like there's going to be more reggae dancehall samples. Oh, Afro beat shit Afro is going to be huge this decade too. It's like popping, a, man. Already. Yeah. Yeah, like Gold Link's last album. I mentioned this. He had that. I mentioned um, this to somebody. Yeah, that Gold Link album, the Jadena album, um, even uh, Tronada's new album. Like, all that stuff is real heavy Afrobeat kind of influence. I don't know if that's going to be the next sound, but it's definitely... And, I mean, Drake is on that shit already. He's been on that. You know, it's it's kind of, it's kind of like, just difficult to put it, like, to project into it anyways. Because the, the way that hip-hop culture stands now is, like, everything, everything has kind of got its place. Like, you think about who's huge in the last four years. Like, what Griselda has done is kind of fucking nuts as independent artists. And their sound and aesthetic is very different than most of the other cats who are at that level of success in hip-hop culture and so there's a whole new generation of kids who are are being influenced by that and it's it's going to be weird 10 years from now who knows it could it could cycle all the way back to the early 2000s experimental hip-hop type of shit where fucking people are doing double time sing-song rhyme shit to fucking jazz music or all these other like ethnic sounds from other places who fucking knows nah 
We're gonna, we're all gonna start making gospel music. Oh, that's a wave too. Yeah, Yo. praise be to Allah. That's a wave too. Um, I, I come Jesus with the divine. King. Jesus is king. In the divine attributes of Allah. More. Just, just to clarify, Steve, I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking. I don't like that album at all. I love. That I don't album. even want to talk about it. Okay. Well. <laughs> sometimes, Steve, <laughs> I, we'll I, I feel <laughs> like I, sometimes I feel like you listen to an album and then you have like the that kind of like first listen kind of enjoyment and then you post that and then you try to stand by it later like did you go back no, to i listen still to i still love that album yeah like i was really obsessed with it when it first came out and are, are um, you are you a judeo-christian type of person are you christian well i was born catholic but i i veer towards more christians because catholics like to um glorify the fact that jesus died on the cross and i don't think it was about a human sacrifice thing it makes it sound like he died for our sins he died to save us and i don't like that aspect that catholics push so the fact that christians don't have him on the cross it just it feels more comforting that it's more about they do though aren't <laughs> no that's christians that's catholic catholic the one with jesus on the cross that's, that's but, a catholic but i mean thing. it's the same the the ideology is the same like all all judeo christians believe i kind of feel what i kind of feel what Jesus is saying though like uh you just Catholics don't like him focus actually being more on the, like depicted the sacrifice on the cross. Yeah, yeah 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 you know like true. it doesn't make sense for oh, him to die for us to live it's just what makes sense is the way he lived he died because of the way he lived like they didn't like that shit. Oh, well Catholics so just are... follow the way he lived not that you know all the other stuff you know catholicism is definitely about guilt like yeah you should feel guilty for all the bad shit you're doing yeah Jesus not to get too it. deep into it because it's like uh, uh a co what did, what do you say like a co-opt like they co-opted other religions and put you know the christianity symbol you, you, symbol symbols into it and you know they're like oh you're catholic now mm. you know what i like, like about catholicism is that they really uphold the virgin mary because nowhere else in judeo-christian uh theology is there like a female that is held as like a really important person and now i'm rocking with these on that fuck that we don't need that we need three men <laughs> the father <laughs> the, the son, son and, a and the fucking holy Spencer. spirit right. who is a, the ghost of ebenezer scrooge right. <laughs> <laughs> no you just sold me i'm changed on it oh okay but what, but what i was really trying to get at is like that album doesn't speak to me at all because i don't have any of those christian values that mm -hmm. he's espousing on that mm -hmm. and the the sound aesthetic sure i can i've heard church music growing up but yeah just not my vibe uh, did anybody else? I mean, guys, Keen, Marvell, Dallinger, feel free to just talk at any point, by the way. I do enjoy when that happens. Just waiting for half a second to jump in, man. That's just all. do it, man. <laughs> you talk just fine when the mics aren't on, D. <laughs> I'm, uh, but I, didn't yo, I didn't hear that record, honestly. Yeah, I heard about it, but I didn't listen to it. Yeah, to be honest, oh, so I only I, listened I, to I it once. I had something I was going to jump in with. This is going back like five minutes. You said... You yeah, Marvell's very good at uh, And this is some... This is, I guess this is, a mu really this is a music nerd shit. You said that Eminem verse that you were playing was uh, maybe triple time. I think it's actually quadruple time. Because Whoa. the beat's in 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. Uh, and know, he's like... Eighth, no, eighth notes would be, would be like this. Yeah. And sixteenth notes. That's about what yeah, he's right? rapping at. So I guess mm. that's quadruple time. Sure. I guess, right? Yes. Me and my man's so, anyhow, nice. That's a, that's what I got to add from my this half nice. hour. Yo, has anybody uh, has anybody watched the newest season of Hip Hop Evolution? Oh, Yo, let's let's take a break out. and come back on that. It just came out. We we just recorded for about an hour. Let's take a break. I gotta go season pee pee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanna go pee -pee. <laughs> and then come back and let's talk about some of that television type of shit. I haven't watched right. it yet. Though. I know. I wanna check right. it out. Has Yo, anyone seen it though? Which one? Hip Hop Evolution season yeah. four. Yeah, oh, no, I just no, no. saw it. Just came I just out, saw it posted right? up. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Right, well, let's take a we'll, break. We'll be there's back. A lot of, there's a land. They cover some Atlanta stuff on there. I think. It's the Southern I think the first episode. Oh, really? Yeah. I think uh, so. Southern uh, shit. Eight oh eight and shit. Yeah, it because seasons three ended at Atlanta, right? The South. I think. Yeah, I think they touched on. I think they talk about more in this one. At least the thing I saw. No, no, no. Okay. Season three ended on Biggie, I think. Maybe. I forgot. My trip. I saw Ti. Um, I heard I heard Killer Mike's voice during the little.